0: This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, Episode Sixty Six: Anger, the Least Understood Emotion. Aloha, my name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over fifteen years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, let's enjoy the journey together. Nee how to my friends in Hong Kong. So glad that you are joining me for Monday Mindset. And I realized as I was practicing how to say hello formally in Cantonese that y'all never get Monday Mindset on a Monday. Even if I publish this first thing in the morning, you guys are a day ahead of us. So happy Tuesday to you guys. Um. So I am really excited to, to talk about anger today, which is really weird because honestly, anger has been something that has brought me so much pain and anguish over the years. Um, a lot of guilt trips, a lot of feeling shame for losing my temper or saying something hurtful. And I'm like, why? Why did I say that? And beating myself up for it. Um, and I think that's why I'm so excited to share this because I've learned so much about this emotion and it is my hope and my prayer that I can save you guys from feeling so many, um, toxic, um, unnecessary pain and suffering, what I call dirty pain, right? Um, for experiencing this very human emotion, Anger is a tricky and often misunderstood emotion It gets a bad rep. And like I said, as I looked back over my own life, it is emotion that I have felt the most regret and dirty pain around. Always in the past when I have gotten angry and then calmed down, I immediately go into self-shame, judgment, and criticism. What kind of horrible mom am I? How come I keep falling short and making the same mistake again and again? How could I possibly lose my temper at my precious, beautiful child, even if they are pushing every button like I'm the adult here, right? Why do I let things get on my nerves? I mean, I just, I should know better. Why can't I do better? I don't deserve to be forgiven and on and on. I mean, I just have knelt in tears and just been like, God, why... Why did you make me this way? Like, why am I being so reactive? Why am I like this firecracker that, that just can get lit and explode like that? Well, there's an answer, you guys. And I want to share with you that you actually do not have to hate yourself for feeling anger or feeling ashamed for feeling this way. Now, I'm not saying, oh, you should applaud yourself for yelling and getting angry and losing it. That is not what I'm saying. But you absolutely are human if you feel angry. What I want to share with you today is there is another path we can take that will help us use this extremely powerful, intense energy as a tool. Yes, as a tool for understanding your needs very clearly and creating change. Using anger as a tool will help you stop using it as a weapon that hurts and harms both emotionally and physically. So today, I'm gonna first talk about why it's essential for us to understand anger better. Second, what anger feels like in our bodies so that we can be more aware of when we are getting angry. And three, what our anger could be trying to teach us Four strategies to process our anger, and then five ways to prevent us from letting this powerful emotion destroy our relationships and sever, mean, sever meaningful connections in our life. Okay, so first of all, I'm just if you haven't heard me teach this before, just know that all emotions matter, all emotions are teachers. And these emotions matter way more than we tend to acknowledge. Okay? You've often heard me talk about how these different emotions are like teachers. And also that we are meant to experience a wide range of emotions. That emotions aren't good or bad. They just, they are. They're part of our human experience on this earth. The contrast of emotions is actually a beautiful Thing. But just like when we are in school, there's some teachers that we are excited to go into their class, and there's some teachers that we dread going to their class. Anger is a teacher that demands our attention. But so often we feel ashamed, embarrassed, or we feel justified in feeling our anger, and we don't want to listen to what it's trying to tell us. We just want to be angry. It is essential for us to understand anger better because if we stay afraid of our feelings of anger, if we try to avoid our feelings of anger, if we bury those feelings, if we resist those feelings, or if we feed in to those powerful motions of anger, or if we pretend that we didn't lose our temper in the first place. We just wipe it under the rug. It makes the emotions more intense. It compounds. And we tend to go Pompeii on whoever is closest whenever we feel like exploding. And we devalue the people that we interact with if we deny that we are angry or somehow we make it their fault that we were angry, right? When we go Pompeii, We act in ways that are not our highest self, okay? We try to hide our anger or we always stay in being angry. And we're not truly being authentic to ourselves or to others. This leads to becoming disconnected, disconnected and untrusting of ourselves and others to us. We become disconnected, bitter, resentful. Okay, as with any emotion, I want you to imagine that there's a school of emotions and every classroom, a different teacher stands at the front. Okay, so now we've gone into the classroom where anger is the teacher and they can be an intimidating teacher to face. And they're often misunderstood because they are so direct and intense. Be willing to acknowledge your anger, just as if you were acknowledging the teacher in the front of the room. Go and sit in the class. Learn what anger is trying to say about your life and what needs to be changed. Okay, so that's number one. Let's acknowledge our anger. So number two, how do we bring more awareness acknowledgement to that anger? To start with, this highly energizing, strong emotion, well, it manifests in our bodies So, I'm going to list 10 different ways you may feel anger in your body. And I want you just to think about when you get angry, how does it feel in your body? Does your face get hot? Does your heart rate speed up? Do you clench your jaw or grind your teeth? Do you feel tightness in your throat or in your chest? Do your hands get hot? Do you feel a rush move quickly through your body like adrenaline pumping through your veins? Do your shoulders tighten? Does your stomach feel like it's in knots? Does your breath quicken or your voice get louder and your tone harsher? These are all early warning signs that the emotion of anger is welling up within you. And the more uh, aware we can be of that, the quicker we can catch it. Oh, I'm feeling angry right now. And that's going to come into use later. Okay? So anger alerts us to potential threats. And it tells us when our fundamental needs are going unmet or being squashed. In other words, if you're feeling those things, if you're feeling your fist tighten and your face getting hot, it means that your outer walls of your castle are under attack. Okay. Now the attack may be varied and the attack might be sneaky. So I'm going to talk about number three. I want to tell you five ways you might be under attack. Maybe it's outright. Maybe you don't even realize it because it's become normal to you or because it's happening with someone whom you love and trust. And it's hard to see. It's hard to take a step back and see what's happening But as you sit in this classroom with anger as your teacher and you discover what is bringing on this emotion, you will also discover how to counteract and empower yourself and get the upper hand in that battle, so to speak. Okay, so if you feel angry, resentful, right? You start feeling those things in your body. Number one, you might need to implement a boundary. Maybe you're in an abusive or a controlling dynamic with someone else and you need to implement a boundary. I remember a parenting podcast one time saying, oh, don't get angry, just set a boundary. And it was such an aha moment with me. I think at the time I had been getting mad at a kid who wasn't going to bed. You know, and I was getting so mad. I don't want to, you know, and instead I was just like, okay, here's the deal. If you come out of your bed, come out of your room, this is what will happen. Here's the boundary. Here's the expectation. Here's the result. And I took the emotion out of it. I took the anger out of it. And and I was consistent with it. And the problem got solved without me having to get angry. And I was like, oh, you know, you are encroaching on my boundary. You know, I was feeling attacked. I was feeling like I wasn't being heard I was feeling like I wasn't being listened to. Instead of getting angry, set a boundary. Try that. Okay? So that number two, um, you might have an emotional need that's not being met. So if you feel anger rise, it might be because you are feeling dismissed, ignored, misunderstood, disrespected, or you don't feel seen, heard, or cared for. So ask yourself, why am I feeling angry? Is it because I don't feel like I'm being listened to or understood? Number three, if you are feeling angry, resentful, and tight in the chest, right? If the adrenaline's pumping and, and you're reacting with harshness and rage, you may need to acknowledge and express a vulnerable feeling. Oh, this one's a tough one. Who wants to feel weak, anxious, humiliated, disempowered, or insecure? No, no, no. Instead of acknowledging, oh, I'm feeling so embarrassed right now, we just get mad. We just get mad. That feels way more powerful. Think about it. Anger is powerful. It gives us strength and courage. It's very useful when we go out to the battlefield. The problem is... When you are constantly feeling like you're on a battlefield and you feel like that anger, oh, that feels so much better than acknowledging that you're insecure. Okay? So if you find yourself getting angry, it might be because you are trying to avoid something that is embarrassing, a feeling of disempowerment or humiliation or anxiety that you're trying to hide. You might need to express that vulnerable feeling to move through and process and prevent that anger from happening. Number four, if you feel angry, it might mean that a core value has been compromised. Think about what you truly value. Things like family, justice, loyalty, freedom, independence, solitude, adventure, security? Has someone or something threatened one of your values? Does that anger move you into taking action so that you can um, feel more secure? Right? Maybe it's going to move you into taking some positive action and making changes So that you can protect your true core values. Number five. If you are feeling angry. You're losing your temper. You might have an old wound that needs to be healed. This is a tough one. Because you might actually show aggression and not even know why. You might not even know why you're getting angry. And it might be because of a past emotional, physical, or sexual abuse that happened that has never been addressed or healed. These five things, don't you think this is incredible information for you to know? Oh, thank you, Anger. Thank you for pointing out that I'm trying to avoid that emotion. Oh, thank you for pointing out that my emotional needs aren't being met and I need to give myself some self-care. I need to take some time to take care of myself so I can be a better mom instead of losing it on my kids. Thank you, Anger. For helping me dig a little deeper and realize that I might need to ask for help. Do you see how helpful anger actually can be? Okay, I want to move into number four and five. Our strategies for processing our anger and then preventing this powerful tool from becoming a harmful weapon. Okay, first, I've already mentioned the strategy of becoming more aware of how it feels in your body. What does it feel like? Because when we can get in tune with what it feels like, then we can understand, oh, this is happening in the moment instead of, oh, that happened and I regret it after the moment. Notice any patterns in what triggers this emotion. For example, do you explode on your kids because they aren't listening to you or doing what you ask them to do? Like, do you find that you are getting so mad or does unforeseen change set you off or are you getting angry every time you miss your free throw shot or maybe a room is too noisy you lose a game or you tend to lash out while driving pay attention to what is happening when you are feeling that anger rise up knowing what triggers it of course that's going to help you figure out how to solve it, how to shift, how to make changes that prevent those things from happening. Three, another strategy, instead of shifting into blame or shame, blame, oh, it's their fault, I get angry, or shame, I am a horrible person for feeling angry. Ask yourself, why do I feel like I'm being attacked? Okay. So we start to feel those emotions. We're getting more aware of what anger feels like in our body. We're going to start noticing the triggers, the patterns of what brings those emotions up. And then we're going to ask ourselves why. Those five things. Do I need a set of boundary? Don't get angry, set a boundary, right? Um, is an emotional need not being met? Am I not being heard in this relationship? Am I feeling vulnerable and I'm trying to Cover it with anger. Is a core belief being compromised? And I need to protect that core belief? Is this triggering because of something that happened in my past? Okay. Take time to figure out what you need. When we're in anger mode, rational thought goes out the window. When you have calmed down, ponder on it. Write down your thoughts. You guys know I am always talking about journaling. Write it down. Because when you take the time to write something, you're actually taking the time to process it. And organize your thoughts. And get clear with your thoughts. Write down what your best guesses are. What you can do to change your circumstance. What you can do to set a boundary. Right? We don't know. We're just figuring it out. Maybe you consider getting help. Y'all, you're not alone if you feel angry, resentful, or bitter. If you find that you're venting about someone or something all the time, there is a reason. And it doesn't make you a bad person for feeling those things. It makes you a person who's needing to figure it out. It makes you a person who needs to take the time to listen to your anger And ask, why am I feeling like I'm being attacked? And you don't have to figure it out on your own. It is so helpful to talk to an unbiased professional who can help give you clarity and perspective. So, so important. I want you to think about when you are in a conversation. Okay? There are three words. I know I've said it before in my podcast, but help me understand. If you're in that conversation and you feel anger start to rise, what if we can catch it and instead of, you know, weaponizing our anger, we take a deep breath and we say, help me understand. Being an active listener will diffuse the anger and be able to use, right, that as a tool for change. Speak clearly with non-aggression without getting defensive without getting um emotionally charged right these are things that are gonna take practice and guess what we're gonna fail a lot in doing it but we're gonna be able to build better relationships with ourselves and others if we can practice doing these things these strategies I want to end with um a story that was recently shared in a worldwide conference by President Russell M. Nelson, who um, before coming a church leader was a renowned heart surgeon in the US. In his own words, I'm gonna share with you this story. During my surgical internship many years ago, I assisted in a surgeon who was amputating a leg filled with highly infectious gangrene. The operation was difficult. Then, to add to the tension, one of the team performed a task poorly, and the surgeon erupted in anger. In the middle of his tantrum, he threw his scalpel loaded with germs and it landed in my forearm. You guys, can you imagine? Everyone in the operating room, except the out-of-control surgeon, was horrified by this dangerous breach of surgical practice. Gratefully, I did not become infected. But this experience left a lasting impression on me. In that very hour, I promised myself that whatever happened in my operating room, I would never lose control of my emotions. I also vowed that day never to throw anything in anger, whether it be scalpels or words. Even now, decades later, I find myself wondering if the contaminated scalpel that landed in my arm was any more toxic than the venomous contention that infects our civic dialogue and too many personal relationships today. Civility and decency seem to have disappeared during this era of polarization and passionate disagreements. Vulgarity, fault-finding, and evil speaking of others are all too common. Too many pundits and politicians, entertainers, and other influencers throw insults constantly. I am greatly concerned that so many people seem to believe that it is completely acceptable to condemn, malign, and vilify anyone who does not agree with them. Many seem eager to damage another's reputation with pathetic and pithy barbs. Anger never persuades. Hostility builds no one. Contention never leads to inspired solutions. Regrettably, we sometimes see contentious behavior even within our own ranks. We hear of those who belittle their spouses and children, of those who use angry outbursts to control others, and of those who punish family members with the silent treatment. We hear of youth and children who bully and of employees who defame their colleagues. Dear brothers and sisters, this should not be. Okay. I'm going to put the link for his whole talk called Peacemakers Needed in the show notes. I just loved hearing that story. And it stuck with me so much. This surgeon literally throwing a scalpel. How audacious, how incredibly horrible. And yet we do those things with our words and our actions if we do not get in tune with and understand better where our anger is coming from and what it is trying to teach us. If you feel anger, you are a normal human being. You don't have to immediately go into shame and blame, okay? It is okay to feel anger. It's on the whole spectrum of emotions that we are going to feel in this life. In fact, your anger might be trying to tell you how to meet your basic emotional, physical, and mental needs. Your anger might be nudging you to set healthy boundaries, to speak up for yourself in a respectful way, or make drastic changes in your life that will bring you more peace and joy. Your anger might be trying to tell you those things. But if you aren't acknowledging your anger and being aware of that anger, Owning the emotion. Yeah, I'm feeling angry right now. And practicing becoming more aware of how it feels and trying to figure out what is triggering it and using that anger as a tool for learning, okay? If you aren't doing those things, but instead you are choosing to throw it down like that surgeon did, you will hurt your relationship with yourself, with your loved ones, with anyone who happens to be unlucky enough to be in the way of your toxic scalpel let us choose to understand anger let us use it as a tool for change and self-awareness instead of a weapon that can harm and hurt you so much for listening in today and being a part of my podcast ohana if what i have said resonates with you please consider subscribing to monday mindset with isha warriors or making a one-time donation to isha warriors your donation and your support makes it possible for me to bring more yoga to more teens doing more free in-person events, as well as sponsoring more teens with my online program. Isha Warriors gives teens a safe space to tap into their inner light, to develop mental toughness and emotional resilience while strengthening their physical body. It's magic. Help me bring it to more teens, y'all. And may you have a blessed day.